0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I think this is like episode 191. I mean, getting so close to 200, I'm so excited. I even know who's going to be on the 200th episode. I don't know what the date is because I'm not going to keep enough of the dates, and that's what Ashley's great at. But anyway, so today is all about my friend Brian Yan, and I actually met Brian through Design Recharge. Um, He's been coming to the show for a long time as far as I know. I think maybe he came when Megan D was on the first time, and then... um, started a friendship and um, just have gone from there. And then we Skyped one time and he was doing some really cool stuff. And so I was like, you should be on the show and we'll get into some of those cool things that he's going to talk about. But one of the things that we've never talked about on design recharge is design management. So to me, this is like maybe the next level for some people, maybe it's a level that they don't want to get to, but I think Brian really enjoys being a manager, right? Yes. So, um, I guess I want to dig into that a little bit. Some of us are, we are, are freelancers and we're not managing anybody else at our day job or we're not managing anybody else um, yet. But at some point, hopefully your company gets big enough and it grows that you do have to manage people. And there are other tools and other um, things that you have to know how to do. So um, we're going to get into that today. So I think it's really interesting. I definitely want to talk about his side project. So... Without further ado, super excited to introduce you to the Link Master, always in the chat. (laughs) It is Brian Yacht.
1: Hello, everyone. Thank you you for having me, (laughs) Diane.
0: That was a long intro, but I really do. It makes a huge difference to me that you are a whiz at... um, coming up with links usually, so somebody else will have to have to be the, the, the Brian today over in the chat, but we're gonna get started. So t- tell us a little bit, it's a question I ask everybody, as you know, but tell us a little bit about your background and where your love for design kind of started.
1: Sure, um, so I was born and raised in Pennsylvania. Um, I've always been interested in art. Um, as a kid, I was always drawing something or other. Um, My first freelance job was drawing The Simpsons characters uh, for neighborhood kids, Um, charging them, of course. Didn't have a contract, but I charged them. That's
0: Uh, good.
1: Yeah. And then uh, in high school, I took a communications technology class, uh, and that kind of went over um, screen printing, offset printing, paper marbling, book binding, general computer based layout. Um, so that g- gave me kind of a, a appreciation for handmade, um, uh, design pieces. Um, so that, that kind of piqued my interest and then, um, ended up going to a two-year art school in New York, Pennsylvania, um, and then worked at several agencies in central, central Pennsylvania and one in Southern Maryland as well. And then, uh, and then, uh eventually came to Virginia Tech to, I've been here for about eight or nine years.
0: But you haven't worked at the same job. You have had two or more jobs, two?
1: Correct. Different, uh, two different departments within Virginia Tech. Um, but yeah, I, I started at within the um, Division of Student Affairs, left to another um, department and then came back to Student Affairs.
0: But as a manager?
1: Correct. Yeah. Okay.
0: All right, so but were you managing at the other, or you were managing some people, but not everybody? I was trying uh, to read up, you know, like there's a couple of articles out there, and like you have <laughs> your like uh, glamour shot, not really a glamour shot, but,
1: like <laughs> it's pretty terrible,
0: so, so serious. I was like, oh my gosh, did they make him take that super serious? Yeah,
1: <laughs> i i was I was trying to decide on whether to smile or not, and I just i it was. It's pretty bad. I'm not going to share that today. Um, <laughs> well, they can Google it. Yeah, I know. I knew you can find it. Um, Any,
0: anyway, but where was this? Is this your first management job?
1: No. So the the uh, first time I was with Division of Student Affairs, I was the graphic design manager. Um, and then at this, my current position is creative manager.
0: Ah. Okay. All so right. Fun, so. So let's dig in a little bit. So um, how have you used your knowledge as a designer working under possibly difficult management? You might can get into that a little bit to make mm-hmm. yourself a better designer and then also to make you a better manager for in the future.
1: So um, after, so my previous position within um, Virginia Tech was, uh, I won't say the name, but right. my previous position um, uh, it was, uh, in my mind, poorly um, managed. Um, and I was underneath that poor management. And I was... Um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Um, it, I, I was... It
0: was difficult,
1: it, right? It was very difficult for me, yeah. And so
0: you... Uh, maybe were held down as a designer. So sometimes one of the managers I was under, he would always take all the cool stuff and give me all the kind of grunt work. And I was like, I'd like to do some cool stuff too. Is that some of the stuff that was going on or was it even deeper than that?
1: Uh, it was deeper than that. It was, um, a lot of, um, kind of, um,
0: it's, uh, Megan, uh, doesn't help, Megan just write big brother is watching.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, so micromanagement and um, passive-aggressive behavior I was dealing with on a daily basis um, I was the only creative uh, on our team um, so I was I had to uh, I was having to produce um, high-level pieces on a very short um, time period um, and I was the only one basically to no no one really to back me up so I was doing from posters to, um, brochures to mail, um, full, um, season guides. Um, so basically my, my range of the, our, um, target market was big, big money donors all the way to your general public. Um, how many um, people
0: were on that team? Because this may be more of a marketing department.
1: Yes, it was. Um, So it uh, there were um, uh, close to 10 with with that within that group. So there was some writers, there were some there was a social media person. There was me and then the patron services side of things. Um, So that it was difficult just because I was the only one and then on top of it was how I was kind of treated along the way. So w- what had happened was I I was really um, depressed and anxious, um, and going to work was uh, something that I did not want to do.
0: And it uh, happened over time. It wasn't like you were like day one you were depressed, but then you realized what the situation was, and it feels correct. like there's no getting out. And I feel like there's a lot of people maybe in the chat that can relate to that.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I realized that there was a problem probably, um, after about six months, um, that things weren't changing the way I was hoping they'd change. Did this you was a-
0: try? What were you trying to do to get things to change?
1: So uh, I would, I would reach out to my direct manager, um, and, you know, pose a question and usually I'd get shut down. Um, and then, um, so I would go at separate, several different um, angles to try to get um, what I thought was a better solution. Um, but it just kept on getting shot down, shot down, shot down. And do you when think I, there,
0: go ahead. Do you think that there was some, because I think sometimes in these situations, some people are in a position they don't really know how to handle. And so, they shoot down ideas because they don't want anybody to know that they don't know what to do
1: or I think so. I think, um, having to, having had gone through that, I think, um, looking back, I realized that not everyone is a manager and not everyone should be a manager. Um, some should hopefully realize that and hopefully step down from those, those roles. Uh, so I, yeah, I, um,
0: how do you know? How do you know that? How did you know when you were a manager? How did you know this was a good fit?
1: So uh, I did. I, I always um, in my career, I've always wanted to be like from the start. I always thought I wanted to like shoot for being art director. And that was I was I was going to be happy at being that kind of in the middle. Not cre- I didn't want to go creative director level because that would be have me kind of step out of that design on a daily Mm -hmm. basis role. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't want that. So my thought was, okay, I'm going to shoot for art director. That way I can still have one foot in design world and one foot in kind of the manager role. So I was in that role um, when I first started at Virginia Tech. Um, And then um, when I came back to Virginia, or excuse me, to student affairs, I, um, was in more of that creative director role, which I've learned to love. Um, so, um,
0: so I, are you, you're doing less design now?
1: I am. Yes. Well, uh, in at least in my nine to five right. Uh, role.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. So, um, how do you think having maybe a bad manager helped you to be a better manager?
1: Uh, I think I realized what, what not to do. Um, like what? And, um, not maker managing, not being, trying to be, not, not to be passive aggressive, being a, a better communicator um, and being kind of more upfront with with people um, as I'm working with them, as um, reporting to other, my superiors, um, just kind of knowing um knowing what I didn't like and trying not to put anyone through that. So
0: like with, with a manager, this is a struggle I think is. So micromanaging and then managing, I think. So micromanaging is every day over your shoulder. Can you move this? Can you do this? And then managing, I think, is setting clear defined goals or deadlines that they could come to you and show you the product. Right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that it's that it's also, um uh wanting to be having to be involved micromanagement would be having to be involved in every single step of the the process and when that's not the case it's that i'm not being trusted so that was another thing to to trust my my team
0: right so then the other thing is also giving them things that strengthen them and push them and challenge them instead of just only using, you know, sometimes people are like, hey, I'd really like to try this, but I don't know. And a lot of people get shot down at that point, which that also keeps you growing in a position.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so I think that it can be, it's it's about knowing which projects that you have time to let somebody fail at, and then we can go back and try something else. Do you know what I mean?
1: Sure. Yeah. Yep. Is
0: that, do you think that's fair? Is that a hard part of managing though?
1: I, I think so. I mean, I think the, what you try to do and what I try to do at least is to play on people's strong suits. Mm-hmm. Um, so if someone's more suited on um, illustration to give it to them, and it all depends on who, who has what um, at that certain point in time, um, to be able to, to have the time to be able to do that is, you know another factor
0: so one of the things and then this is kind of I guess prefacing a little bit next week but so I have Veronica Wong on and she works at Shopify I kept talking talking to her yesterday and I kept saying Spotify and that is not what she works (laughs) for but it's like one letter off you know I knew it was Shopify anyway but one of the things and I feel like at at small design firms or you're in a small management thing you know that those people are not going to stay there forever so it's really preparing them to their next job and yep. preparing preparing them to be able to um, move on because you know that they're not going to live there forever, but you don't want yep. them to go. Right. It's also you know what your role is. And I feel like maybe that was – that your old boss or your old manager was never about that. It was kind of like keeping you down, keeping you here, doing this. Yep. And it, there is a loss. There's a fear of you building them up and sending them on their way, but Definitely. there's also – best that's the best part because then you're part of the
1: team yep yeah yeah I I think um, what I try to do or I want to try to do at least is um, with my current team is know that some of them will will definitely move on to bigger and better things um, but hoping to kind of instill in them um, kind of help them find their strong points help them find like fill in those gaps that they want to oh i wanted to do an illustration based project and that will help win their portfolio um giving them kind of bigger pieces that they might that you know that they're going to hit it out of the park and that will be a fantastic piece to put in you know to kind of showcase in their portfolio to put on a, a hang their hat on that so that's that's what i look to do
0: so how did you get out because when you're being oppressed and you're depressed. It's hard to get to that next place or to do work. Do work in the outside hours. How did you finally get out? How long did you stay at that job? And then how long um, did so you stay I, so bad?
1: Yeah, I was I was at uh, my previous job for about three years. Um, so I, I realized there was a problem about six months in, and then from that point on, two and a half years, essentially, I was able to get out. So um, one thing that I did start, and I'll hint on this, is my project with my eight-year-old son. Well, now he's eight. He was six, I think, at the time, or seven. Um, uh, so that's that, that was kind of an impetus for that project, um, that side project with him, um, was not being able to kind of shine um as much as i wanted to um being kind of worn out um as uh in that role with my 9 to 5 job and right. then just kind of coming home and kind of unwinding with him in a creative way to kind of refresh that, that way
0: so so you still were doing some freelance cuz i'm sure like the i love the mark that is a ginger kid yeah right that, you did did you do that for virginia tech
1: no no, the the I think the work that I shared with you is mostly uh, well, some freelance, some was um, through this at Virginia Tech.
0: So I fe- feel like having some of that freelance, where you had your own power and you had some good feedback, was really yep. important. But it yeah. was also having a side project that you were passionate about. Yeah, it didn't matter if it made national headlines, but you and Benji, it was important to you and Benji. So I think Amy asked, yes, how? How did you? So because um, sometimes it's really hard to get out of a depression, right?
1: It is, yeah. And I, it took it took a lot um, for me. It took um, me kind of being honest with myself. Um, and I think, I mean, just hearing, um, talking with you, Diane, and, and hearing others that, you know, depression is <laughs> – Depression and a bad job, like Amy said, is uh, yes, it does. Uh, depression is a serious issue, and if you don't seek help um, and and kind of surround your pe- yourself with people who are willing to help you um, through that, is it's um, it's tough. Um, so, um, I did I did um, go to the doctor and talk with her very honestly about. Um, my depression and I had migraines. I was I was struggling through going like being beat down at work and then having having migraines and then depression and anxiety. Like all of us was like it was just like a bad scene. So I I, I knew um, I think it was it wasn't this past Easter Sunday, but it was the previous. I had like a mental breakdown and I I was beside myself like crying. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, And that's kind of when I realized, uh, like, I need to do something about this. This is, this is ruining my life. This is ruining, like, in turn, my, my life and my family life and like everything sucked. So I had to, I knew I had to change something. So,
0: so then you, you sought out, and you know, Blacksburg is pretty small. You know, it's not like this metropolis, so it's really difficult, and then you're, so it's difficult to find another position. Holly already works, um, I think she works at Virginia Tech too, Yes, Yeah, so, I mean, Virginia Tech's big, but that's pretty much it in Blacksburg, Yep. so you're kind of, that can be depressing as well, so if you feel like you, like maybe, I know Amy, I've talked to Amy, and you know, you're limited on where you feel like your skills are and where you feel like go. So to me, this is one of your, one of your um, hero parts of your story is that you were able to get out and that you also are able to be a great manager. So so I appreciate you being honest and sharing that with everybody. So now I'm going to ask Dan's question. Well, Dan's going to ask his question It says, how does your design process differ from your managerial or leadership style or process? Are there any similarities that you've been able to capitalize on? Great question, Dan. It
1: is, yeah. Thank you, Dan. Um, so I'd say probably staying organized uh, or as organized as possible um, has, has kind of worked out for me in both design process and managerial process or leadership style. Um, and just trying to, if you're not directly involved in the project, just to kind of try to stay looped in in some way, shape, or form. Um, to, to know kind of how to talk to or through a, a problem, if something would come up um, is to kind of be in the know and, and kind of help through through that process.
0: Do you think that it's also, I mean, having, having a good attitude that you don't maybe know everything in a teachable spirit, even as the manager is really important.
1: Definitely. Um, so one thing that I, that I can relate this to directly is um, I've never dealt with um, video dealing with um, video or um, a huge um, bit of of photography either um, or managing that portion of it previous to this position. Um, So that was kind of a learning curve for me um, is no learning more about the whole process behind um photography and videography um and um our current uh videographer right now is um judd he's fantastic judd if you're listening you're awesome (laughs) you're super talented uh and um i've learned a lot from him um and i think um and looking back to a uh, previous uh, videographer, photographers that we've had. Um, they're like extremely talented, extremely knowledgeable, um, and just kind of picking up along the way, um, how everything, how that works and wanting. Uh, I'm generally interested in learning more. And I think that that type of the way that I go at that, um, those types of things that I, I am, it's not my forte um, has really helped. I think the process um, that I'm able to kind of speak to those um, things that I'm not super comfortable with doing.
0: And letting them really help teach you is incredibly important. So doc said, I would imagine that if it frustrated you as an employee, it would do the same for your employees. If you if your employees see that in you. So I think that exactly, yeah. So, um, so some people have trouble getting out from under poor management. Uh, we've kind of talked about this for various reasons. Um, so you kind of said it was like two and a half years. So, um, we've, I just want to touch just a little bit on this, even though we've kind of, we'd said, you said you tried to improve the situation. Um, did you ever get another designer that worked with you? Cause sometimes just having somebody to commiserate with, not that you want to like, Oh my gosh, I hate my job. I hate, you know, but <laughs> Just that somebody else sees the issue. Did you ever have anybody that saw what was happening?
1: Um, so I had a group um, within that um, position, my past position, that was that I could kind of go to. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there was some other. There was like a user users group, um, essentially, of designers on campus that we would get together every month or so for lunch so that that was helpful just kind of vent a little bit
0: so so again like um surrounding yourself with some people who were positive and helped you believe in yourself i think um having external clients or doing the project with benji i think was critical to you getting out and feeling like you could be successful somewhere else?
1: Definitely. Yeah. It, it was helpful um, just to get out of the office also. So <laughs> that was that was helpful just to kind of get a mental break.
0: So, so when you're looking for another job, what kind of questions did you ask to make sure that you understood the work environment or who you would be working under so that you weren't going to go into the same sort of situation again?
1: Right. I, I think I was a lot better at asking um upfront questions so being more upfront with how how does this work how is what's the process like wanting to know more um about the position how it would be handled how um, how just to the reporting structure mm. that type of thing um Was really important to me, and knowing that now, that's always going to be a question that I ask about if you know for any future interviews,
0: right? Okay, so Doc had a good question. So now that you're out from under the bad management, what are qualities in your team members that mean the most to you as a director? And then we'll get to the next part of the question.
1: Uh, I'd say. Trust, um, just trusting them and and what they're good at uh, and letting them kind of get out of my own way. Um, I think that's a saying, isn't it? Get out mm-hmm. of your own way. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think um, just getting out of the way and let, letting them do the job. I mean, I think that's what I always wanted to do. Um, so just get out of the way and let them do their do their their work and do it do a great job. So Holly
0: uh, says there's just trust. It's actually trusting them and letting them feel like they have power and control.
1: Yes, definitely. I mean, I they do. <laughs> it's not making them want want to feel that way. It's, it, I mean, it it is. It's it's making them uh have that kind of lead role in that project or showing them that they are able to do that with very little handholding, um, which at this point is very good, very easy to do because I have such a great team. So. so,
0: so as you're finding these team people, right? People for your team, this next question kind of goes to that. So what do you find sure. the most helpful and make, what do you find the most helpful and makes a successful participant in the company or team? Like a character trait or a trait, I guess
1: maybe. I'd say again, like, trust, um, <laughs> willing, willingness to trust, and to be trusted, um, and just show that you're able to do a great job all the time. Work on your the things that you're not good at, not so good at, and just work with the team, you know, the best way you can.
0: So Holly also said earlier, she's like, you, today, it's great. She's like, you should talk about openness to personal development, conferences, classes, et cetera. Like, I think that's something you believe in.
1: Yeah, right? definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I think uh, conferences and um, are, like, a necessary thing that, that everyone should go to, um, especially designers. I think that there's... There's a there's a huge benefit of of going to uh, conferences like Creative South. Um,
0: (laughs) Do you have a favorite conference? Megan wants to know.
1: Um, I I don't want to play favorites, but Creative South is pretty awesome. Um, and it's
0: inexpensive.
1: Exactly, it's it's very cost effective. It's it's um, extremely it's an awesome, awesome, awesome conference. Um, the two times, the two years that I was able to go, it was very, very cool.
0: So Megan, we've been trying to get you to go. So come on.
1: Right. Let's go. Get on it. That's right.
0: <laughs> so, um, I think I answered all the docs parts. Um, so I have a question that's not on the sheet. So, um, what about, um, when you So I think trust is really important, but it's also setting clear expectations, which you've already talked about having clear communication. Yeah. Really important. But what if somebody continues to not live up to their expectations or not meet their deadlines? I do think that there has to be, and it's difficult in a university setting to mm-hmm. have. Um, some sort of like repercussions for things. And I don't know if it's just in academia or if it's lots of companies, I would think lots of companies have that same thing. There's so much red tape to try to get somebody a pay decrease or uh, fired or whatever. So how, like some of that is motivation and some of it's hiring people who don't need to be motivated. They're self.
1: Right. I, I think uh, for me, um, Sometimes you have to when you come into a team like I was a year ago. You don't have the, the flexibility or the, uh, you're not able to hire everyone for your team, that team. So you kind of have to, it's kind of like you have to work with, uh, what you're given sometimes and work with the team members that have been there. Um, and um, try just try your best to to work better with them. If you're able to um, influence them in some way, shape, or form, and make the process better, you know, do it. Um, so, and if you're not in that role, if if they're say above you um, in in the structure of mm-hmm. that department, um, I think just kind of trying to find the best way to communicate with others, working better with them, um, and just make the, like I said, make the process a better process.
0: Okay. So what's been the most unexpected challenge that you've faced since becoming a manager?
1: Um, I think letting go of design Mm. In general, um, I've I realized pretty quickly that I wasn't able to do both mm. design and manage at the same like at the same level at least.
0: Right. Um,
1: I had to kind of relinquish that that um, role and like again, like I said again, um, trust on with my team to kind of take it and run with it and. I mean, they're fine with it for the best part. So.
0: so so then what's been the, the best unexpected positive or benefit as being a manager that you didn't expect?
1: Um, I just – I enjoy watching people grow um, in kind of a, a – I try to make a better – the best uh, environment for them. Um, so – just watching them kind of get better and see them watch them kind of create things that that i'm i was certain that they could do um just the way they go at it is it's pretty impressive sometimes
0: so maybe instead of using your creativity for making a poster or a bus wrap now you're kind of using your creativity to help other people grow
1: yep yeah just kind of providing that that environment, that positive work environment that they they want to come to um, every day, or hope hopefully they do, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Doc says um, one of the things he's worried about, his fear is um, miss missing creating, um, and it sounds like maybe you just kind of. Do it in a different way, and I feel like you do creating. You still create stuff on your own with your freelance and um, with the side projects. But mm-hmm. um, he said, "Finding the line between what is good and bad design versus my opinion." He also, um, I guess, kind of had that statement. But that can be so. If you're managing, well, I just don't like that. But that's sometimes that's not the answer. It's it does this communicate well? Right?
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah, finding finding the best ways that uh, that meet the needs um, within the time constraints. Um, kind of looking looking at those factors and kind of taking a step back, looking at that uh, high level view of okay, you're really deep into this project right now. Did you did you consider that this might not do X Y Z? Right. So <laughs> yeah. Looking ahead. at it in, in a, from, um, not to say that I'm an expert at anything, but looking at it in, um, in a way that, that you can say, okay, I've done this kind of before, and I, I'm pretty sure that this would work a little bit better if it were this way.
0: Right. So it's just experience and sharing that and letting. So, yeah being there for the creative process, brainstorming or helping them when they hit that struggle or that, that yep. rock in the path kind of. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah.
0: And Mara also says, let your designers see the work in the, it, their work in the wild. And I think that that's really important. That becomes this success. So have you, do you have a, and this wasn't on the was off script, I guess, but do you have an example or a story of when um, one of your teammate team members, teammates, I don't know, whatever um, people on your team, they were hit, hit a, struggle and then you came in and helped them or pushed them in a certain way and then it they had an even better product because that sounds like a great case study for you as you go to a next position sure as hey this is what i do as a creative director i give people the freedom and the trust but then when they get stuck this is how i help um or they're just perfect and they never have any problems.
1: <laughs> they're pretty good, let's put it that way. <laughs> they're very talented and they're they know what they're doing. Um, I mean, everyone runs into a, a roadblock at some some point. But I think um, just trying to offer up something that um, they might not have thought about before, um, or trying to trying to kind of provide that. Um, that little window of ins- inspiration, some way, shape, or form. Um, one thing we do do, uh, do in do-do. our office is yeah, do do we do <laughs> sometimes uh, is uh, we have creative meetings every uh, every week um, as a group. So we every Friday at eleven we'll get together and. Uh, do some sort of creative exercise um sometimes it's with legos sometimes it's with anything really (laughs) legos or logos legos
0: okay that does Uh, sound like twin is that something that you always wanted and then you implemented or is that something that you had seen and been a part of in another position
1: uh i implemented that my first time around um with this this group and it continued and went down uh it, it kind of stopped for a while i guess and then i kind of brought it back i saw the 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 positive um benefits things that could come from it yeah yeah and there's always food
0: like patty <laughs> yeah said. patty says with food that's good so um so, Amy or uh, Rajee, um, Was there any hesitation with stepping into the role of management? Because, like Doc said, that that could be is a fear for him not being able to create. So, was that a hesitation?
1: I mean, a little bit. Uh, I I tossed around in my mind and kind of talked with my wife about it um, before I took this role because I knew it was going to be a little bit more removed from like daily design. Um, but yeah, like, like she said, it, it, I've always wanted to teach. Um, that was something that I wanted to do, um, pretty early on. And seeing that I was at a university that was able to, I was able to, to have that design education there. Um, it, it helped, um, kind of with that want or need to be with in that teacher manager role mm-hmm.
0: so Holly says you've always wanted to teach and really this have managing people in a bigger team um, is the closest that you can get to teaching without
1: more schooling at this point right Yeah, exactly exactly
0: so how many people are you managing
1: right now uh, directly manage one, two, three, four, four plus two students Three students, and so in
0: all the pictures it looked like all women, and so I was like, "Oh man, is that an issue?" And you're like, "It's not all women. I have men that work for me too, but I guess only the women get in the pictures."
1: Usually, I, at that point, uh, a lot of those those uh, photos were taken um, at uh, events, and at the time, there were. Um, can you all see that? Yep. Okay. Uh, there weren't any um, other males on the team, so I was going to these uh, events. This was; These are all at, um, or this one is uh, at an Addy, local Addy celebration. That was from two last year, maybe? Yes. Um, and then this was from our staff appreciation day i designed those t-shirts Have fun um and we all wore them and we kicked butt and we won Oops.
0: <laughs> hey there's kicking butt
1: yeah <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> and this was uh molly uh who's being held right now uh in this photo uh, her last day in our office oh, nice. previous uh videographer photographer
0: and so i got to meet rachel she was in the yellow in that last picture yes she came to creative south so this is again not something you're like i'm gonna go to this conference see you guys next week (laughs) it's like hey anybody who wants to go let's go right yes
1: yeah so rachel is a a wage designer um she's incredibly talented wage wage
0: yeah Yeah. w8 like for money yeah, what's oh I don't know what that she's designing so, money uh,
1: wage and <laughs> no so that I guess we we call that I guess it's an internal thing. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm like I've never heard of this. You get to design money. I know you're no, in okay, Virginia, no. but <laughs>
1: um, so she's a wage designer, meaning she's uh, basically an hourly paid hourly. There's a fifteen hundred hour wage position.
0: (laughs) Okay, I get it. I'm not. I'm thinking like UX designer. You know, like you were saying. Anyway, I'm sorry.
1: So yeah, I don't wage our wage employees don't get um, the benefits that us salary folks do. So um, I've always um, wanted uh, to to take them um, places um, that they might not. Um, usually get a chance to go um so yes uh i took all the people from
0: virginia are like saying like oh diane like, you have no you know. idea. like this is hourly employee <laughs> i'm so sorry. it must be a virginia thing anyway
1: yes um so um given her benefits
0: in other ways then right
1: yes exactly and I, i've always seen a very huge benefit in um, conferences. So wanting to share that, um, with them as much as possible. Like she and I also went to an event. It was a day event, um, in Richmond that we, um, just drove there for the day, stayed the night. Um, it was a really cool event put on by a a Richmond based printer. Um, yes. Uh, in, um, it was Worth Higgins put it on. It was a, a kind of a um, about craftsmanship. Um, oh, cool. So they had um, local printer. They had local printers. They had some workshops. Um, they had a speaker ser- like a series of speakers that spoke. Um, Mohawk paper was there. It was a really really cool event. Um, and I was glad that we could kind of go together and uh, show her that. That was neat.
0: Yeah, that is cool. So. Um, does the size of the group do you think make it more challenging? Do you think if you had 10 people it would be worse or better?
1: More, more people?
0: More people. If you had more people cuz you it sounds like you have four full time and then two um part or student workers. Yeah. Right, so that's um, six.
1: Right? I don't know. That's a yeah. Yeah, I managed six Roughly six people around that okay. uh, um, not good at math. Um, I think I think it would be um, <laughs> it would be it would be better. Maybe I don't know um, just just to fill in the amount of work that we uh, do. Um, it would be helpful to have that extra um, people on staff.
0: So Patty says one of your greatest strengths is your ability – oh, I love this – is your ability to create, collaborate and not a big ego, just a big talent. I think that's an awesome. Um, thank you, Patty. That's awesome. Right? That's super nice. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I can hear you, yeah. Can okay. you hear me? <laughs>
0: yes, you're just like – I'm sorry.
1: I I was – um. Oh, you were typing. <laughs> the chat isn't working for, yeah. I know
0: it did that to me too. So just oh, say go. you okay. can you don't Got have it. to just chat you, you
1: actually. Yeah. Say loud. I'm used to typing. I know. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Patty. She um yeah. I love you guys.
0: <laughs> so all right. So um, going back to this, because we have 15 minutes and I want to get on. Um, and we've kind of talked about some of these other things. Um, so Right now, you're not doing much design um, at work, so it'd be zero or two or five. Do you ever take over? What, no, no, like designing. What percentage of your time is spent oh. designing?
1: Uh, probably about 10%, maybe. Okay.
0: Um, so how about any rifts in the team? Sometimes working with all women can be great, but sometimes it can we all know right like or maybe it's men too I don't know but I'm a woman so there can be issues right so um is sure. there anything like what do you do with riffs in the team women or men
1: uh I usually try to um talk with the if there's any issues um talk with them directly um in private preferably uh and try to just try to be upfront with them. Like I said, um, and be honest with them, hoping that, uh, everyone will be honest, you know, with me if I have any issues that they they think they can, you know, that I can work for them, which I know I have. So yeah, just be honest.
0: So then what about, um, uh, sometimes, they have unrealistic expectations. Like, can you get this done tomorrow or something? Right. Cause they just don't know. And I think that really happened a lot in your last job, but um, do you feel yeah. like you're always under the gun and that you don't have time to invest in new skills or, or um, have your people invest in new skills? Or do you feel like um, that you, you can do that and do you do like a retreat every year or is it really like the Thursday mornings or Friday mornings that like the creative Sparks that you do.
1: I, I think the the creative meetings that we have on Fridays uh, is a kind of an ongoing retreat, if you will. Um, but I I think since we have a new new leadership within our department, um, yes, we will be doing retreats. Knowing her uh, management style, um, that. I think is a a huge help and having that leadership that's willing to put the time in to know that, that this, this is needed. This is necessary in order for everyone to kind of uh, keep sane.
0: (laughs) Right. Well, and so kind of with the rift or groups within a group. So when it gets bigger, there are smaller factions that kind of happen and people are going to have friendships, but it's just, make sure that they're open to the other people when you're working. But um, Doc said, how can guys step up these or any situations in the workplace? I've heard about boys clubs, um, in quotes. Is that something that is weeded out by the by the culture that you set with the team or and you kind of kill it before it gets out of hand? Or do you have anything like that, any situations like that?
1: No, uh, I don't think I have anything uh, like and set in stone but if i would see any favoritism or you know someone's left out of the group which i mean with our with our direct creative team and our space does that's not an issue um but i think I'd, i'd try to squash it as far as if there were any issues that i saw or if anyone else saw that brought to my attention um i might i'm not overseeing like everything and know every little thing that's going on, but um, you know, if someone brings it to my attention, I'll try to squash it.
0: So again, having open communication, feeling like yeah. they can talk to you is really important. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on. So you um, you have an interesting side project with your son, Benji, um, and yep. you started it like two years ago?
1: A year yeah. and a half ago? Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, So you're no longer the manager, and he is the manager to some extent, right? He tells you he's now directing you. How do you think that helps you also to be a good designer? And can you tell us a little bit about the project and and why you started it?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, my my site project is called the Benji and Daddy Workshop. Benji is our 8-year-old son. Um, He is very rambunctious uh, very energetic uh, and he is always, always enjoyed a drawing in general um, and creating these kind of wild things drawings uh, crafts anything like that um, so uh, it started I started it because of my work situation um, my previous job stuff. there there we are um, so this was at a friend's house uh, over at they had a, they have a photo booth anyways um, that's just a little fun um, looks like you're so,
0: forcing him to drink something
1: I was trying and he didn't <laughs> want to have anything to do with it <laughs> no. I wasn't forcing him, he didn't want it. <laughs> uh, so uh, this was just something that I, I kind of felt like I needed to do. Um, and uh, I needed to kind of get out from that nine to five funk that I was in. And uh, felt like I needed to do something completely different with someone who uh who I saw as a pretty creative, extremely creative person, um, that I should be interacting with on a more regular basis because this is my son. Uh, So yeah, he he kind of took the role, so, or uh, the lead role in this whole project. Um, This was our first, um, this was my first post to the blog. so, this, the top one, they were just kind of things that he drew on his own, completely on his own. And then I would take and recreate them in Illustrator. Um, and yeah, and in, in
0: over your shoulder, kind of like, do this, dad, no, make that. Or would he?
1: So, yeah, he he would. Um, at t- I tried to do these when he was still awake um, in the evenings. I would, I'd be working on them and I'd, I'd always call him over and say, Hey, you know, come here and check this out. What do you think? And he, he'd remember, uh, doing, doing, drawing that, the original, um, and, uh, he was like, Oh yeah, that. And he'd like, it, he would art direct, essentially. He would stand over me, um, and <laughs> over my shoulder and fold his, fold his arms and put his hands on his <laughs> mouth know like art directors do um and and he would kind of say oh you know that should be flipped the other way he should be running the other way <laughs> so it would it would be a slightly different from from his original drawing but he would say you yeah, know it should it should be on the other way so he would always art, art direct that portion as, as much as he can of course you can't have him up up late at night so um this particular one is something we call association creation. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we come up with a random word generator, through a random word generator to create two uh, words that might not make sense. Like mm-hmm. this one is old square. Um, <laughs> so That's he,
0: great. He,
1: so we, we would we draw um, apart from each other, and then um then we come together at the end and, and compare or contrast the the concepts that we would have um so this is a burger monster yeah so he has he labeled them olives um as the eyes as i i did the same thing but it kind of exploded
0: I like that he, I mean, his olives are
1: pretty easy. So this was something that I've, I've, oh yeah, yeah, totally.
0: But he wrote olives. Uh, He's yeah,
1: just to make sure. Yeah. So he's always been a very detailed oriented. So, uh, and this is interesting, kind of a a selfish thing for me is that uh, I wanted to draw more and draw more often and regular on a basis on a regular basis so this helped that kind of scratch my itch on that portion of it um so that was nice kind of a like i said a a selfish way um to to look at things so um and this is another one where he (laughs) i don't know why he drew drew a bad guy Um, apparently you know bag like bad guys do they're always wearing uniforms or uh, a beanie hat and always right. robbing back
0: so. <laughs> and a very I, evil I, smile
1: yeah 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 it, missing teeth yeah right the whole, the whole line so yeah I, I recreated this and i i was hoping that this would catch on and and people would be hanging this around like their towns um just because i thought it was really funny <laughs> it is funny uh so and what is that next another. one? Cuz
0: that one was one I really think is visually really beautiful, but I didn't understand like um why there wasn't more blue.
1: So uh, in mine? Yeah, in, yeah. In your, uh, I, I don't know. It's 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 a bee. So right. my wife's an, my my wife's an entomologist. Uh so she, there's always been a love of insects around our house, and I thought it was this was extremely interesting um, the way he kind of built this in a extremely symmetrical view of over top of a like uh, a graphic bee. Right. Um, so I thought that was in, insanely creative. Um, so I basically took that and did it in, in uh, Illustrator.
0: Yeah, I love it. So Holly says the big blue piece was just the base,
1: right? That's how everything kind of was held together.
0: Yeah. Well, you had to have yeah. something, right? They don't just stick together unless they're linked.
1: Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. This so is what another is thing. this? It was just it was uh, packaging for a paint, um, some paint jars. Um, <clears throat> so we just took it apart, and I said, "Hey, let's make some animals out of this. What are you gonna make?" And he just he made the top one the cat. And I made a little koala bear on the bottom.
0: That's good.
1: Yeah. She, Holly then, says, uh, talk
0: about the art Zuka bin.
1: Oh, so there's uh, there's this, there's this Canadian show. It's called art Zuka. It's really weird. Um, it, so it, they take basically just scrap, whatever, whatever it is. Um, Lids to things, yes, uh, she has a order of packaging. Uh, lids, jars, paper, foam objects, foil buttons, basically anything um, that you could do anything with. So, glue, um, all kinds of stuff that they could kind of just make something out of those random pieces, bits mm-hmm. and pieces.
0: So now this one does yeah. not not look like your hand.
1: So it, the the outline of it was um, from the Ginger Kid logo that I uh-huh. sent you. Um, there.
0: Yeah, I love that. I one. was That's working on. Oh, so cute.
1: I was, I was working on um, a sticker that would go on the back of these toys, uh wooden toys. Um, so, yeah, my cutting out a little bit, but it's okay. Um, so, okay. Um, so, I was just recreating this sticker that it would. It was on the back of like all toys. It's for like zero to three year old kids. Like, you shouldn't play with these. You know I had, Like, I made it this the the logo into a sad face, and then he came down and was like, "What are you doing?" And so I said, I'm working on this thing. And I said, like, so I copied and pasted it over in illustrator into its own space. And then I showed him the blob brush tool. Are you familiar mm-hmm. with that? Yes. In illustrator? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically he was able to color everything in and add details to this, uh, this illustration, um, in his own way. And he was able to kind of learn the, the general, uh, idea of of illustrator how like kind of the shapes worked um how they kind of work together on top of each other on back in back of each other so i think I, i'd like to kind of go more into that as, at some point mm-hmm. uh, just just show them a little bit more of the the detailed uh bits and pieces of of you know illustrator or just design programs in general.
0: So now you have two kids, Brian. Uh, yes. What about Katie?
1: <laughs> so Katie is our five-year-old. She uh, she wants to. She loves to draw too. She's, uh, I think, you know, a pretty good, uh, pretty good illustrator um, for a five-year-old, uh, or in general. <laughs> some adults aren't very good either. Uh, but she has a very good imagination, a very, uh, uh, she'll sit in a room for hours on hours just kind of doing, just imaginative play with herself. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, or uh, eventually we'll pull Katie into it and, uh, I guess at some point that'll, the name will have to change from the Benji and daddy workshop to something else. But she, in, in the meantime, she, she wanted, she said, you guys have your project. I think mommy and Mimi and I should have a shop too. And she said, um, she wants to call it the Katie and mommy and Mimi cupcake shop. So maybe they'll make, cupcakes someday or
0: maybe she could decorate them and put stuff on them
1: that's right so there's there's all creative ways that you know she could she could do this
0: (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. and then holly could get the packaging because then she'll collect
1: we'll we'll do the packaging (laughs) branding that's good
0: all (laughs) right so we are almost out of time but i just want you to know um that makes a huge difference for you to be here every Wednesday in the chat, typing in and helping out with so many, um, so many people, and helps me a ton. And so I always want you to know that you're. I hope you feel like part of the family, like you know. Um, but then I just any. I am open to um, ways of making it better, right, within my financial abilities. Uh, sure. So I'm actually open to anybody's suggestions, but Brian, do you have any suggestions for me?
1: I'd say just contribute as much as you can. Put your two cents in, add your two cents in. <laughs> it's always interesting to kind of hear someone's backstory uh, and listening to the folks that kind of tune in every week and add their spin on things. It's, it's really uh, it's a really good thing. Yeah,
0: I'm thinking maybe at Creative South, maybe we could do a design recharge breakfast or a meal or something where people that were in the community could come together and then meet each other. I think that would be um, um, an interesting thing for us to do.
1: Yes, definitely, for sure. It would be it would be great to. I I, I know of a lot of uh, our you your listeners or followers I don't that know listeners. what you what you call us
0: I call I don't know maybe they um, are the team the family I don't know
1: family okay i like family that's good uh i know a lot of them through just following them on social media so um trying to kind of be involved in in kind of their kind of bring myself into their circles
0: mm-hmm.
1: cult yes um uh, Yeah, I think uh, trying to get involved and and learn more about them personally on a personal level I think is is really cool.
0: Well, good. Um, Those are things I can implement to some extent and I can encourage because I do think (laughs) following really helps. So I'm going to share some ways for people to follow. You actually have two different kind of um, – you have your personal work um, and then you have your Benji and Daddy stuff. So I'm going to share both so that everybody – Get and I'm actually gonna spell it out just in case. So for people who are listening on a podcast and they're not actually seeing anything. So you can go to Brian with is with a I B R I A N Y O H N design one design not plural dot com. So uh B-R-I-A-N-Y-O-H-N B-E-S-I-G-N dot com. And then the Benji and Daddy is Benji. That's a normal spelling of Benji. And then the word and, and then daddy, and then workshop.com. And then on Instagram, it's Benji Daddy W K S H P, And on Facebook, it's Benji and Daddy Workshop. Um, it's the same spelling of workshop um, for Twitter, or for Instagram and Twitter, where it's just WKSHP. Is that just because you're limited on number of characters, probably? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm going to put all those. Oh, man, you're put, I just, I was going to copy and paste it and I was trying to read it and you, Oh, but it's doing that weird thing again. Uh, There. (laughs) It'll be on the page um, under the stuff. So anyway, I just am glad. So one of the awesome things that I thought, and I know we're over time, we're always over time, but he had a sewing machine in his basement and i was like oh because i love to be crafty and sewing and usually that's you know not necessarily something that men are known for and so i was like brian whose sewing machine is that is that holly's or is it yours and he's like it's mine i was like i was thinking oh my gosh what do you do with this sewing machine like thinking he makes like animals or puppets or something he's I fixed my stock. I'm like, oh my gosh, you could do so much like with design, you know, like do packaging. Hey, you got packaging for your cupcake company. You could like sew the thing. That could be a you know that like you can do a lot with a sewing machine. And that's I think right. an awesome tool. It's like a drill, you know, it's sewing machine. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, I thought that was really cool. Don't you think that's <laughs> cool that he has a sewing machine? And it's his? There, See, there it is. It is. <laughs> but when we first. met the first time, I could see the sewing machine, and I was like, oh. Anyway, it was just, um, I, I think that's really cool. Like I said, I'm glad the kids see him sewing. I think that's awesome. And I told my husband that, and he's like, well, you have a sewing machine, Diane. And he's a welder, so he gets holes in his socks all the time. He's like, well, can you <laughs> my socks? I was like, that's nope. Hint. <laughs> I know. dropping hints. up I do iron <laughs> on patches for his pants, but um, yeah, I am not as good as you. Yeah, it works. Yeah. So, um, so <laughs> do you have any besides um, incorporating Katie more into your side projects? Do you have any more um, plans for any other side projects?
1: Uh, I I do. Um, I don't know if I'm at liberty to tell at this point. But uh, there's, yeah, I'd I'd like to think that the Benji and Daddy workshop um, concept is scalable. So I'm looking into ways to expand that to more beyond just my family. So um, just a little little hint <laughs>
0: that's cool that's oh, really good maybe
1: things to come so
0: well, I think just having yeah. the, some so of the
1: ways-
0: I, I, you go
1: no I go ahead
0: you go are you frozen
1: uh, uh, I don't know what I was saying
0: no boogers no
1: I, I didn't know what the, I didn't know what I was saying go ahead
0: no, I don't remember what I was saying. Anyway, I um I'm I'm excited. I think it would So I know what I was going to say. It was about like the creative projects that you do or the the prompts. It's like coming up with things like that. I think some people might m- men or women, moms or dads would love those exercises, but they don't know how we kind of take some of those yep. things for granted, but I think other people don't know what to do.
1: So like, guess. So, so Scotty, that's kind
0: of the, the, yeah. Scotty Russell just came up with the content so, checklist.
1: Scotty.
0: Yeah. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? He has a content checklist where uh, you, it's like a one-time fee and you get a, a, like a PDF and you get things that are weekly content strategies. So it's kind of like yeah. the same thing you could do. I'm just giving you an idea. Of course you probably already have these ideas and I'm just, Anyway, but I think yeah. you could do something like that because I think at some point people get stuck with what you can do. Like a doc has three kids, maybe four. And, I mean, it's it's hard to juggle all that. And so how do you make, you know, some of your older kids maybe do, you know what I mean,
1: feel like they have time, yeah. you
0: know? Yeah. I don't
1: know. I just think it's cool. Yep. Yeah, I, I think that – my my con the concept that i have for this bigger thing whatever it becomes it will it will kind of span like i said kids and adults and non-creatives and anything yeah
0: cool i'm excited all right, so what I forget to do almost every week is tell you what's coming up next and to tell you how to find me if you're listening. So you can find me on Design Recharge. I'm not going to spell that out, but I'm pretty sure you can. There's no letters missing. Um, and then you can always email me and I actually respond um, at Diane at com or Diane at Um But feel free to follow me again with Brian on his personal site. I'm just going to say that again, BrianYanDesign.com. And his Instagram and Twitter and Dribble are YonFace, which I'm not sure about the face. How come you chose that?
1: Uh, A former coworker of mine just called me Face one day. It kind of stuck.
0: Good to know. (laughs) And then the other is BenjiAndDaddyWorkshop.com. And then the it's again the one I already had spelled Benji Daddy W K S H P. It's work. Oh, but there's no, anyway, I can't say that. So I was trying to make it easier. Anyway, go,
1: through, go through the site. If you go to the Benji and daddy workshop.com, you can find all the social things on there.
0: Awesome. So next week we have Veronica Wong. Um, she works for Spot. No, not Spotify. She works for Shopify. And she's going to talk about how they encourage they have a really neat management system there and they encourage their workers to actually start shops. And she started a shop. She uses her hand letter. I was saying land lettering, her hand lettering. And she does these cake toppers and they are amazing. So we're going to talk about um, Shopify. So if you've ever been interested and you want to know about starting an online store, this would be a kind of easy way to kind of come in with um, little money. You don't have to have a whole thing built or have a whole web, you know, like there's, it's very easy to integrate. Um, and there's some um, lower price point, uh, products to do. So we'll talk a little bit about that and also just about how changing teams within one, um, company, um, she's in Canada. So a lot of people I think will be moving there. So you might can ask her some questions about Canada. Um, and, um, Anyway, she's great, and she also comes to Creative South, so again, another way for you guys to connect, so check her out. I think she's super V on everything, V-E-E, um, but anyway, so we'll see her next week. Hit me up for some questions if you think of anything, and I'll send you my questions next, uh, next week. And Thank you guys so much for listening and for being here. Thank you all. All right, well, I'm going to hit stop.